Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. Probably when he bought in and started doing this for his close friends and family, Oh, gosh, it had to be what? Four or five hundred dollars for a Bitcoin. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are L.A. Tech. Every startup and tech company is after one main thing. Creating a company culture. I'd like to introduce you to Poppin. Poppin is more than just a popular furniture company. They are a culture creator. Poppin is so proactive about embracing our community culture, bringing everyone together at their incredible Silicon Beach mixers. Definitely go to poppin.com. Mention We Are LA Tech to get on the invite list. Poppin's main mission is to create an atmosphere where we together can work happy. Poppin.com. P-O-P-P-I-N.com. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech podcast, Crypto Friday's special edition, where we're talking all crypto all the time, only on Fridays. And on today's episode, uh, it's no different. We're talking with an amazing company in the LA tech scene that's working in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space. Today, our guest is Kim. Kim, please introduce yourself. Hey, guys, uh, my name is Kim Klafczynski, and I'm with a company called Sprouts Investments. And uh, tell us a little bit about what your company does. Yeah. So Sprouts is essentially the first cryptocurrency investment management platform for the layman. So anybody can give us their money and we have investment advisors who invest it into cryptocurrency for them. And how can we find your app, company, website? How do we get in touch with your company? (laughs) Yeah. So it is a simple web app. You go to our website. It is sprouts.investments and you can create an account. Cool. So sprouts.investments. And if I wanted to buy cryptocurrency, because I've been hearing all the craziness about how crypto is the next big thing and I want to get involved in it, but I've I know it's super technical. Uh, How can you help with that? Exactly. So you are our ideal customer. We are the solution for everybody who has heard of cryptocurrency or Bitcoin, but doesn't want to learn or doesn't have the ability to learn how to invest themselves. So we handle all of it for you. Cool. So I can actually go to your company, go to your website. Mm -hmm. I can transfer some money into you guys Mm -hmm. and then you will put together a portfolio of crypto? Yep. We give 72 hours for your portfolio to be compiled. And then we send you an email with where all your money is sitting and which coins it is sitting with. Very, very interesting. So is it, is it almost like a fund? It is exactly like a fund. So we treat everybody's portfolio differently. You can choose low, medium or high risk. Now that's interesting too. Mm -hmm. Why would I want to choose high risk as opposed to low risk? (laughs) I mean, right now, I would highly and I would suggest you invest in high risk because cryptocurrency is volatile in a positive way. Cool. Yeah, definitely big, big swings up and big swings down and then up again and down again. And now we're kind of in a in a down zone again. 
Um, fascinating. I do want to mention again, uh, real quickly, these episodes, Crypto Friday, these are for entertainment purposes only. We are not financial advisors <laughs> and investments contain risk. <laughs> But it's fun talking about it. And you can definitely check out the website, uh, sprouts.investments. Is that right? Yep. And uh, and check out what the service does. And if you do want to get involved in it, you vet it, you talk to a professional about it. Um, It's a really cool way to get involved in crypto, especially without dealing with the technical hoops. So let's say I wanted to uh, get some Bitcoin. I wanted to get some Ethereum uh, or Ether. I wanted to get maybe some Litecoin. How does that work through your platform? Yeah. So you can't actually choose which cryptocurrency to that you want to invest in. Uh, you just create an account using your social login or your email. Uh, we verify with your phone number and then we decide where your money is going to go uh, based on low, medium or high risk. So you can't technically choose. You want to invest into Bitcoin, you know, you can do that on your Coinbase or whatnot. Um, We tend to decide where your funds are going to be going. Okay, cool. So if I just wanted to go in on one of the the mainstream uh, cryptocurrencies, I could do that through a major platform like like Coinbase or Gemini or Kraken or Ibit. So we we consider those like advanced users. You know, you can manage your, your own portfolio and manage your own investments. And we want to gear our services towards the beginning investor in cryptocurrency and make it super simple. So people don't even need to know the difference between the different types. Cool. And if I, uh, if I wanted to check on which cryptocurrencies are in my portfolio at Mm -hmm. any given time, um, is that something I can do on your platform? Yeah. So you would just log in as long as you log in and you give us 72 hours and you can see where your funds are being dispersed. And what do you mean give us 72 hours? So it takes us 72 hours to have our investment advisors build your portfolio out. So from the time I first sign exactly. up and, and pull the trigger on it, yep. then wait 72 exactly. hours. And then from that point in time, I've got a portfolio put together by your expert advisors. Exactly. And then uh, I can check in at any time mm-hmm. and see what's in the portfolio. Correct. Okay, cool. Yeah. And how often how often does that change? So right now it changes every our investment advisors are constantly monitoring the upward and downward trends in the marketplace. So it's a fairly active portfolio change. If you are low risk, it's going to change less. If you are high risk, it's going to change. Obviously, it's going to be more volatile. So our investment advisors change it more rapidly. Okay, so the frequency of change depends on your volatility, the portfolio volatility, portfolio volatility, and the level, the mm-hmm. level of risk that I set. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Cool. How long have you guys been doing this? So our my co-founder Drew has been investing in crypto for a little over two and a half years. So he's oh, oh gosh, almost thirty two months. A uh, really long time. And in crypto years, that's like 40 years. Exactly. It's, it's, it's like dog years. Yes. Um, so he, yeah, I mean, I forget probably when he bought in and started doing this for his close friends and family. Oh gosh, it had to be what? Five, five, four, five hundred dollars for a Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Something, something close to that. And now it's outrageous. So Sounds about right. I, I remember when it was, uh, it was about 500 bucks. Right. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. And then even even most of last year, I, I want to say it was under two thousand. Oh, it was like it not, I think about up. it a year ago. It was probably nine nine probably the beginning of two thousand sixteen, which is insane. Yeah. Makes and, me shoot me in the foot. And now and now <laughs> uh and now there's, you know, with with that 
price action with that change. There's a lot of excitement in the market. There's uh, kind of big players getting involved. I, I know Goldman is setting up a trading desk. We had news of uh, the New York Stock Exchange's parent yeah, company is uh, setting up a data um, feed. Tom Farley, who is the, I'm pretty sure that Tom Farley is the CEO of the New York Stock Exchange. Mm-hmm. And he just spoke yesterday about, I think he might may have personally invested or is bringing some sort of cryptocurrency into the stock market. We should look it up. And very, see exactly what very it is, interesting. But. Yeah, because I know there's uh, we've got uh, a couple futures now, Bit- Bitcoin futures created where those are in the uh, the Chicago Board of Trade, I believe. And the uh, the sh- the CBOE, sh- I forgot what that stands for, but basically the sh- Chicago exchanges have these futures set up where you can buy uh, and speculate on Bitcoin. And then they're buying Bitcoin uh, in order to it's a. Uh, yeah, interesting, interesting market. Um, and then we've got a uh, an ETF coming up next, uh, probably next quarter, Q2. Uh, NASDAQ announced they're going to have an ETF, uh, an electronically traded fund, which is going to be a cryptocurrency fund traded on the NASDAQ stock exchange. So uh, there are more and more ways to get involved with it, more, more players getting involved with it. And it really is seeming more like the next kind of stock market. Uh, and this, in fact, so much so the stock markets are getting involved in it, <laughs> which is I mean, it's crazy, too. But then what's going on with all the regulations in China and Korea? I feel like that's kind of what dropped the price a little bit. Yeah. And those seem to be kind of back and forth, too. It's, uh, you know, with China, it's, uh, you know, Bitcoin's fine. That's where the majority was being mined. And then and then they were kind of like, nope, now Bitcoin's illegal. And then. They're like, nope, now it's kind of okay again. And then now I think it's not. Uh, and, and I heard that a lot of people moved kind of from China to, uh, was it South Korea and Japan because of the, uh, the laws happening there and, and the, the changes. And then South Korea is kind of cracking down on it now. But Japan has embraced it and, and recognized Bitcoin uh, as a, an actual legal currency. So that's an interesting thing. Some countries are recognizing it as a currency other ones are looking at it more like a like a stock similar to a mm-hmm. stock uh and then other ones are either clamping down or trying to figure it out the uh it's kind of a a rumor analysis but it might be that in china they they just want to take over the exchanges and and have control over all of that so the easy way to do that is first make it illegal and then come in and say well We'll make it legal again, but we regulate the whole thing. Doesn't that sound like marijuana? <laughs> Very similar. Yeah, there's there's definite parallels there. That's so interesting. So, yeah. so how big is your company? Oh, there's six of us. So we're pretty tiny. Okay, um, awesome. And we're all we're all over the US. So from here to Cleveland and in between. All right. And you are based here in L.A. Uh, what part of L.A. are you in? Yeah. So actually, uh, I'm originally from Cleveland. I uh, was on the west side for about four years and I bought a house in Big Bear about a year ago. I had a third life crisis. So I'm actually up in Big Bear 75 percent of the time. I haven't heard of a third life crisis before. <laughs> There's like midlife and then, OK, third life. I was, Interesting. I was turning 30 and I said I needed to have equity in something other than cryptocurrency. So I decided to buy a house. And Big Bear, too. Yes. Beautiful area. You a skier? I am a snowboarder, skier, outdoors, outdoors, crazy girl. So, yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm currently remodeling my cabin in real life. Cool. So L.A., it's all about the uh, the access to uh, to 
to snowboarding and to uh, to the weather. You can literally go surfing, which I I'm very bad at surfing, but you can surf and so you can snowboard I. in the same day, same day. So it's phenomenal. So if you guys ever want to come to Los Angeles, highly recommend it. How long have you been out here in L.A.? Uh, almost five years. So about five years. Almost five years. And and uh, we were talking about an, another company you're working on out here uh, before this one. So you're 100 percent in now mm-hmm. uh, on Sprouts and working towards the uh, what I see is the, the future with blockchain. There's amazing things happening with blockchain. Uh, what were you doing before that? Yeah. So, I mean, I originally ran uh, Renew You, which was the first on demand personal training company uh, in existence. It was essentially the Uber for fitness. And then most recently, for a couple of years, I was doing the Silicon Beach Sports League, also known as the Startup Sports League. Very cool. Yeah. A lot, a lot of startups uh, playing playing sports against each other. Uh, what softball? Yeah. So we do. Kickball yeah. We, like there's there's uh, basketball. We have bowling leagues. We do beer pong tournaments. Uh, so really, it was started when we were up in San Francisco and two of the founders, uh, the Justins, wanted I think it was Uber versus Lyft and they had they were playing dodgeball so they decided to bring it down to Los Angeles and then we just decided to start this nonprofit that's community based so you can play other startups and sports that's very cool and drink. startup play, oh, and drink, play and drink of course <laughs> there's uh uh, the social aspect of the sports. So that's uh, it's cool because I remember uh, ages ago I worked at Microsoft. Love Microsoft, but it's a big corporate environment. And so there's uh, a lot of these big uh, kind of corporate structures where we had a sports league. We would play softball. I think it was every Sunday we'd go play. And then there were people who did bowling. And so in these big companies, it's easy to have that. But in these startups, these smaller companies, uh, there's, it's usually, I think, harder to organize that. And it's also nice to meet other companies that are in the space because there's not, there's not so much of a competitive nature there. It's more like a, a social, let's work together. How, how can we, how can we help each other out? Uh, and then friendly competition it's, it's, happening. It's so you think of, I'm sure so many of you guys go to networking events and it's stuffy and a little bit awkward and you're kind of forced to talk to people where in this sports environment, you play at a volleyball tournament or you see different teams every eight weeks. You really get to form relationships with people uh, unconventionally and it's really fun. So you, it's, it's a completely new way to network. Very cool. And and what are the requirements for that? Is that what kind of companies are involved and what's the, uh, the minimum requirement for a company to join? Oh, goodness. Uh, really, any company, any any startup. I mean, we've had um, Dun & Bradstreet play, who obviously you don't really consider a traditional startup. Yeah. Snapchat usually has two to three teams, depending on the uh, sport. I know volleyball, they have a ton of teams play. Uh, so really, there's no requirement. Uh, entry fees depend on the sport, you know, $250 to $500. Our beer pong tournaments are 50 bucks. So super affordable. Every team can play every participant usually gets a chance to play. Um, basketball is actually super competitive. I mean, we had a lot of D1 basketball players, surprisingly. Super play. competitive. Lots super of fouls com- or what? They're just, I mean, we've had like D1 players. Take it very seriously. So, um, oh, they oh, take wow. it, oh, they take it super seriously. So some really, really good basketball players. Uh, volleyball is a little bit more relaxed. It's uh, co-ed sixes. So you usually get to play and we rotate around. So it's fun. Is that, uh, is that court volleyball or sand? Sand. Okay. So cool. usually, uh, right at right in Santa Monica, right at, right by the pier. I'm actually looking looking for a volleyball game. I haven't played in a while. Want to get back into it? 
Wow. And uh, that'd be good. But I, <laughs> yes. I like it when it's, I, I'm decent at it, but I'm I'm not pro level. And I don't like it when people oh, take it too seriously. Volleyball is super fun. Volleyball is not as cutthroat as basketball is. We we got eliminated. We didn't go to the tournament, my team. So we didn't do that good. Cool. Well, that sounds pretty easy going. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's more my speed. <laughs> that's exactly your speed. Very cool, Kim. So uh, you're here in LA. There's amazing uh, sports that we can play. You can snowboard, you can surf, you can do all this cool stuff. What's the tech scene like here and how has it worked with what you're doing uh, with your company? So the tech scene here, so I've been here for almost five years. It's been booming. Uh, I was just talking to you before the podcast started about how females have really exploded in the scene down here. So when I first Mm -hmm. came to LA from Ohio, I was a female founder and I would say I would I was probably one of the 20%, uh, maybe 15. Now in LA, I'd say females are closer to 50%, which has been really inspiring and exciting for people like me who have kind of helped cultivate, you know, the LA tech scene. That's amazing. Yeah. Very, very balanced. Oh, it's awesome. Makes me feel great. And other women, I'm sure too. Cool. And then other companies and people in LA, is there anyone you can think of who's really a company or person who's impressed you or it's really super interesting what they're working on that you wanted to talk about? Uh, Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's, there's so many because, you know, you're constantly barraged by different companies all the time. But one of my favorite startups in LA is actually called Fan Tears. Uh, So it's the first loyalty rewards program for sports fans and it's Mm. sports agnostic. So it's essentially like Star Alliance for sports instead of your American Airlines or your Delta Sky Miles. So I'm a huge sports fan because I'm from Cleveland and I essentially get free things in exchange for watching basketball games and buying merchandise. So that's been a really cool company that I love. Very cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, anything else uh, that you want to tell us about uh, Sprouts? Well, I'm hoping that Sprouts has been one of the easier cryptocurrency companies to understand because it's pretty basic. You know, log on to the website, create an account and transfer your funds uh, as much as you would like. Our transaction fees are extremely low. You can withdraw your money at any time after 60 days. So go to Sprouts.Investments and check us out. We're always here to help. You can chat with us on the website or give us a call. Very cool. And how can people connect with you personally on social and online? Oh, yeah. Personally, it is at K-I-M-K-L-A. So at Kim K-L-A. I'm glad you made that easier because I, I still can't spell <laughs> so your my last, last name. name is, my last name is very long. It's K-L-A-F-C-Z-Y-N-S-K-I. And my uh, handles are Kim K-L-A. And people assume it's Kim K Los Angeles, but it's Kim K. Uh. It's, kind of, it's kind of the same thing. Kim K-L-A. Yeah, that actually works out. <laughs> you are well. Kim K in Los Angeles. Exactly. All right, great. Well, thank you very much for coming on the program and thank you at home or in your car or on your run (laughs) or cycling or on a uh, scooter for listening and tune in next Friday for another Crypto Friday. Bye. Every startup and tech company is after one main thing. Creating a company culture. I'd like to introduce you to Poppin. They think about culture for a tech company from their design to the functionality of all their furniture. It's gorgeous colors 
They have conference room tables that turn into ping pong tables. They have normal coffee tables that turn into cornhole tables. They have functional lounge chairs where you could work and relax all at the same time. Stand desks, sit down desks, anything that you could think of. Poppin is proactive about embracing our community culture, bringing everyone together at their incredible Silicon Beach mixers. Definitely go to poppin.com. Mention we are LA Tech to get on the invite list. Poppin's main mission is to create an atmosphere where we together can work happy. Poppin.com. P-O-P-P-I-N.com. To join in the conversation and chat with me and other crypto enthusiasts, check out the crypto channel on the We Are LA Tech private Slack at wearelatech.com slash VIP. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are not the opinions of We Are LA Tech or their participants and are subject to change. The content of this show, the videos, website, and all related works are provided for entertainment purposes only. It is not intended to be, nor does it constitute financial investment or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to investing, finances, trading, or anything else based on this content without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to buy, sell, or trade any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent financial advisor. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.